If you're going to start hating on Wally Brando, we might have problems. <laughs> <laughs> Don't well, you just like, oh, first, that's just stupid. And that's kind of, it, that's the reason why it's funny. It's stupid. Oh, it's very stupid. I mean, just like when Lucy passed out because she can't understand cell phones. Ridiculous, but still funny. <laughs> anyway, we don't want to wait. Oh, we don't want to wait. I better. You're Robin. Uh, uh, your stuff, and uh, maybe I should turn and this fan off, huh? Uh, <laughs> Who cares? It doesn't matter. Uh, we are talking. Might be like, what the heck, dude? Turn the fan off. Sound snobs. Sound snobs. <laughs> All right. We're, so we're watching my so-called live Yay. world episodes. Why, why Jordan can't read Strangers in the House and Halloween. Let me just say straight off the bat, did we actually find out why Jordan can't read? Because I don't think we did. Well, nope. That's, that's a trivia. Oh, uh, okay. Point. Oh, we have trivia. Uh, okay, so I'm going to read Nettie's trivia that she sent us. Oh, she okay. uh, just got back from Balticon. Hope she had a good time. Mm. Um, uh, episode seven. Rayanne has D20 earrings. Uh, okay. What is D20? Um, I'm just thinking like there's gauges in earrings. Sight. So Used to be involved with tattoos and piercings at one time, tangentially, I must say. Um, but I, I never heard of a D20. D20? Is that like. I mean, we were just talking about Dungeons and Dragons in our other podcast. That's what I was thinking. <laughs> Is it a 20 sided die? We roll for a piercing? Nope. Got a 19. You can't get pierced. <laughs> Okay, uh, finally we get frozen embry- embryos. Well, part of the band. Sh- Shannon Leto, Jared's older brother, is one of the band members. Same brother he would later form 20, uh, 30 Seconds to yes. Mars with. Obviously, these two play their own instruments. So we see the genesis of 30 Seconds to Mars. I was really into that band for maybe like six months. There's like two songs that if you play, I don't care if Jared Leto is an idiot. I will sing those at the top of my lungs. Hmm. I've never, I've never heard Hmm. 30 seconds to Mars, but I know a lot of teenage girls really dig them. (laughs) What are you trying to say? (laughs) Uh, Yes. You're a teenage girl. Um, the museum was the, uh, Los Angeles County Museum of Art, LACMA. Like, like okay. The name of, the name of the episode is a reference to the book, Why Johnny Can't Read. Oh. And, and What You Can Do About It by Rudolph Franz Flesch. Mm-hmm. The movie Angela wants to see with Jordan is the bicycle thief from 1948. It's Italian and subtitled. Oh, yes. So, she wanted to take a guy who can't read well to a subtitled <laughs> I movie. I know, right? She barely understands. I know. I was like, yeah. what? <laughs> okay. <laughs> Not thinking this through, Angela. And it's directed by Mark Piznarski, Pizinar- yes. who only sticks out as a director on Veronica, Mar- Veronica Mars so they can name a main character after That's him. That's right. Uh, in the third season, he's called Piz. And uh, he's also directed another show called iZombie. 
Um, he directed the episode Method Head, and he's also directing uh, an episode called Conspiracy Weary that's coming up in uh, just a couple weeks. Cool. Yes. Yeah, I did that character. It was awful he character. Might be an amazing director, though. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, and he also directs Halloween. Oh yes, that's right. The song. The song, I was going nowhere, going nowhere fast, drowning in my memories, living in the past. Everything looked black until I found her. She's all I need, and that's what I call her. I call her Red. She's my shelter from the storm. She's my shelter from the storm. Yeah, yep. (laughs) She's a place to rest my head. Late at night, she keeps me safe and warm. I call her Red. German episode title, I'm... Seed in Himmel, Seventh you Heaven. Just read the lyrics French for episode I Call Red title. and moving along. You're like speed reading all the Pre- tri- trivia. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, I, I wanted to, Okay, we can talk about the song later. That's fine. Go ahead. Okay. Was that it? Uh, so, oh. yeah. So, there... Uh, well, basically, it's... Um, hold on. Mm. The... German episode title means Seventh Heaven. The French episode title means First Lover's Grief. And the English title is Why Jordan Can't Read. Yeah. <laughs> uh, okay, so straight off the bat, uh, I'm wondering about this title sequence and like the music for our show, which is just... I mean, I guess it's memorable. You know, it's... It's definitely uh, tied to the show. It's just, I, I don't know. I'm a big fan of like the kick-ass song at the beginning, you know? Um, and I'm just wondering, like, it's, it's so weird. It starts off with this, like, girl, like, whispering, go now, go. Like, where are yeah. we going? Why? What's what's happening? Who is whispering this? I, well, I imagine it that it's the the very beginning of the pilot episode where, she's, where she and Ryan are just becoming friends mm-hmm. and... You know, that it's Ran getting her in, not really getting her in trouble. They're not doing anything to really get in trouble, but they're doing something audacious. And, and, uh, so that it just puts me in the mind, it it just puts me in the mindset of Angela. Angela is hanging out with Ran because she brings her out of her shell a little bit. Yeah, I like. When I first heard it, I I thought it was like Patty whispering to Angela, like "Go out, girl, go into the world and do things." And but that never actually happened in the no. show. So I'm like, "Why is this? Why is this?" <laughs> anyway, uh, okay. So I almost want to spend like this entire podcast talking about how much I don't care about these parents. <laughs> And I'm just, I feel so bad because they're like half the show, and I'm also I'm like, why are they half the show? But it, like we we've, we've talked about this before, so it's like because like my first note is like, Patty's putting on weight, Graham needs to run away, <laughs> you know, and you know, there's this whole like pregnancy dilemma. Is it and and like there's all these like. Things that are said throughout this episode that I'm just like imagining teenagers going, oh, like, oh, Patty's talking about the time she put her diaphragm in. And um, uh, and then um, Mary Kay Place talking about menopause. I'm like, the kids don't want to hear this. Oh, yeah, I wrote down, oh, God, we're talking about Patty's and menopause. Oh, my God. (laughs) 
Yeah, and for Graham and Patty to have such a bad relationship, they sure do have a lot of sex. Yeah. <laughs> I guess it's – what is that teaching our children? I'm just saying. Oh, don't – Graham was always a jerk to Patty on my so-called life. So my 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 boyfriend is mean to me, but, you know, God, they had the best sex life, those two. <laughs> this must be normal. Also, they got all hot and bothered over the nutty professor. It comes out in this episode. Like what? (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah, I don't know what else is there. Okay, so Angela wrote a letter, a five-page letter about Jordan or to Jordan. Gave it to Ran. Ran left it in the museum because she got interested in this very attractive security (laughs) guard. Jordan finds it. He didn't really read it. And so so basically, Angela realizes that Jordan can't read. And it, she looks at him in a totally different right. – like she doesn't feel awkward around him anymore. It's like she – and it's not that she feels sorry for him, but it's like she understands. Yeah, and also it's – He is the way he is. She's got the secret with him that nobody else knows. And so yeah. that, brings, that means she's closer to him than anybody else. Yeah. And so when he invites her to come see the band, she's like, yeah, I'll co-. like she, there's no awkwardness. She goes and uh, yeah, I wrote that. are we going to hear some 30 seconds of Mars here? <laughs> <laughs> and Brian comes over to get his uh, his uh, book that he needs to reread. Yeah. And he doesn't play one instrument, but he plays two instruments because – He's heard that college is like that. <laughs> and go get him, girl. Danielle wants uh, Brian to teach her about sex. <laughs> <laughs> sex. <laughs> Danielle yeah, slowly well, becoming my favorite Sadie. character on this show. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, because she – Angela asks if she can go out on dates uh-huh. and and Patty is like, yes, but we have rules. And then Graham's looking at her like – Oh, we do. What are our rules? I can't wait to hear what our rules are. Yeah. <laughs> and she, you know, we have to meet him and this and that. Mm-hmm. And then Danielle's like, so if you already know him, then you don't have to meet him. Mm-hmm. And I mean, this is after, um, yeah, this is after the whole practice. I mean, I did want to mention, uh, I call her red when he started first playing that it sounded like Pink Floyd's. I wish you were here or wish you were here because it's mm-hmm. like two chords and you know, the most simplest version of Wish You Were Here is pretty much like two chords. Um, but then he starts singing I Call Her Red. And uh, I don't know. It was, it, was a, it, was a, it was a cute – I was like, wow, when is this song going to add? <laughs> but he sings the entire thing. And, and also it's funny because uh, Ricky seems to be just as in love with <laughs> Jordan after this song. <laughs> and, and Angela is. And um, – uh, they end up like kissing after he brings her home and they kiss and he doesn't actually screw it up at all. And I yeah, felt so happy for Angela. She's like spinning on the front lawn afterwards. Yeah. But. <laughs> it's but. So anyway, you were saying. <laughs> oh, just. Uh, oh, so she invites him to come over and meet her family, but he wasn't in the mood. No. I think he was very intimidated. <laughs> yeah. Because she's such a nice girl. Yeah. Nice, nice girl. He's a he's a mystery. He's definitely, I don't know. I mean, 
you know, you immediately just be like, what the heck? And you see the disappointment on Angela's face. Um, and you know how good of a person Angela is. And, um, yeah, it's, uh, I, I like that she gets this nice laugh with her mother at the end though, over the pre- possible pregnancy. <laughs> like she's in hysterics. It's so funny. <laughs> um, but, yeah. Uh, Kyle says, uh, you know, calls Rayanne a slut to uh, Sharon. And Sharon defends Rayanne. And he said, well, I thought you hated her. And she says, well, I hate her, but we don't have to call her sex life into question. <laughs> right. And she said, if it was a guy who had had sex on a field trip, you'd give him a medal. And so I think that... Yeah. Rayan has a reputation, but I don't think she deserves it. Yeah. But she does enjoy it. Like, she she was like, last time she was so thrilled. Be called a slut, yeah. I, I, yeah. I forgot there's actually a part where they're up on the bleachers, and Angela has just found out the secret about Jordan, and she won't say it, but she feels like she's, like, giddy about the whole thing. And I, all I could think of was summer nights, and I'm like, Ricky and Ange- Ricky and, Sharon, uh, Ricky and uh, Rayanne are going to start like going, tell me more, tell me more. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you said uh, uh, Ricky was crushing on Jordan. Yeah. Ricky knows Jordan's schedule yes. and tells tells Angela where to be at certain times to run into mm-hmm. him. And there's this like unspoken thing where where Ricky's giving Angela his blessing. <laughs> yeah. That's good. You know, that's that was good. cute. Yeah. Um, one last thing about uh, Graham. Patty is very excited that she got her period. She's like, that's a miracle. You know, when Graham is. And Graham had gotten gotten used to the idea of having a, a maybe having a son. Exactly. And I'm just like, dude, you can't just say it's going to be a boy. Trust me. No. You can't just say it's going <laughs> to be a boy. Because if you've had two girls already. Hmm. <laughs> there may be a reason, uh, you know, or not a reason, but there, there, the possibility of you having another girl is very possible. Trust me. <laughs> uh, oh, and you last time you talked about how you expected the show to say, you know, the title of the series to be in the show. Yeah. I think we got something close to it where, you know, the next day. When uh, Jordan doesn't come over, she's so depressed, and she's like, uh, this is not a life. I don't have a life. <laughs> you know, it's this real angsty yeah. monologue or whatever she has. <laughs> All right. And then, and then Jordan talks to Ricky, and he's like, she makes things too complicated. Mm. Yeah, she's a girl with feelings, and I'm not used to that. Yeah. Again, it's just like, and, uh, he's like, like you said, intimidated. He's not used to girls like her or if he really does like her yeah. and she's just a lot of trouble or not, you know, like it takes like she's not easy like an easy girl would be, you yeah. know, she's she's he it's she's some to, for her. He has to work mm-hmm. at it. Yeah. And so then he's talking to Ricky and Ricky says, well, it's obvious <laughs> what the song was about. And he was like, yeah, it's about my yeah, car. My car. <laughs> Yep. Yeah, but yeah, uh, Angela laughing about the pregnancy scare was just what she needed to bring her out of her funk. Yeah. And then 
Graham's playing catch with Brian. Oh, yeah. Poor Brian. She's like, Angela says, oh, just wait till it happens to you. Uh And then it's like written, and this is what is why this is a great show because it's written all over. Television shows don't do this anymore. Mm -hmm. Number one, I don't think they have time because this show is forty-eight minutes long, Mm -hmm. and you know Buffy is like (laughs) forty-four minutes long, and television shows now are forty-two minutes long. So they have to blatantly out, straight out tell you what the character is thinking. But on this show. You can see it all over Brian's face that he is in love with her and it's killing This is, okay, I mean, this isn't popular, you know. I am very happy what we're doing right now. This this is the kind of drama that I want, though. Like, And so when we get to Graham and Patty, it is kind of frustrating because I'm just like, I don't care what I want. I want to be yeah. like the, the, the teenagers and being all nostalgic about how I felt back then. Not be reminded yeah. of <laughs> middle age is coming and life is about to be. Oh, God, this next episode. Oh, oh I know. Yeah, the, the pregnancy scare episode was, you know... I was like, well, maybe, maybe Patty is pregnant because, you know, in popular, they did have a baby. Mm. But in most shows, it's just a scare and they don't actually have a baby. Sorry, popular had so a baby. So I was like. Popular had a baby mm-hmm. for the season one finale. Popular did not have a baby in season two uh, premiere. <laughs> oh, oh, sorry. You're talking about the parents. I was thinking about Carm. <laughs> oh. Yeah, the parents. I was like, what so <laughs> was I, I was thinking, you know, I was, I was thinking it. This mystery could go either way. I don't know which way it's going. Yeah. So I was kind of invested in the, in the story, but yeah, this next episode, "Strangers in the House," Ooh. it was pure misery because nothing aggravates me more than the way everybody gets so. I mean, like. Cardiac stuff is so dramatic to people. Mm. When somebody has open heart surgery, the neighbors, the grandkids, the in-laws, everybody comes and hangs out at the hospital because they're having open heart surgery. Let me tell you, hospitals do many, 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 many open heart surgeries every single day, and it is not dramatic. (laughs) It's commonplace. (laughs) It's not that big of a deal. It's not like something, you know, and just the way society drum dramatizes dramatizes yeah. cardiac because I guess it's so. Um, I mean, it's your heart. Uh, your heart goes. It's your, your heart. heart. That's it. Yeah, but I think that's it's like, really not that. It's a, I think it is kind of a big deal, isn't it? I mean. You're just you're just weathered by your hold. I'm just yeah. I'm just I've just worked in a hospital for twenty <laughs> three years. Yikes. I'm just over it. <laughs> it's uh, like me. I'm like, oh, so what? Your computer's dead. Get a new one. It's all in the cloud. Gosh, make it such a big deal. <laughs> <laughs> really? Well, sort of. Anyway, do we have any trivia for strangers in the house? Um, thank you. Um, for the song or the reminder or both. We have a new young Angela. Neither she nor young Sharon are anyone we know. Oh, right. 
German title, what's really important, French title, Operation on the Open Heart. <laughs> and now back to Operation on the Open Heart. Right after Invitation to Love. <laughs> okay, Patty gets a surprising call at the print shop. I don't remember this. What happens? Oh, oh, and Sharon gets pulled out of hell. Sharon gets pulled out of class. News that her dad had a heart right. attack. Okay. And uh, then they show Sharon's bedroom, and it's the girliest bedroom <laughs> that ever was. Oh, yeah. I mean, this is the girl that isn't like tearing her jeans or wearing flannels. She's she's still in mommy's mommy's little girl mode, <laughs> which is fine. You know, you know, it's great that a a. A teenage girl or teenage boy can go home and feel safe and feel like they don't have to like, you know, be wear what everybody else is wearing. Be more adult like, you know. Anyway, was that all the trivia though? Mm -hmm. So yeah, Sharon's dad has a heart attack. Mm -hmm. Hey, Uh, you're a a hospital person. Um, Yeah, (laughs) in the waiting room for hospitals. Are patients mm-hmm. displayed on monitors for just anybody to look at? No. What was that about? No. <laughs> uh, I don't know. I'm peeing my bedpan. I mean, look, hopefully I have an audience out there because there's a camera focused <laughs> in on me. I don't know. I guess that was for drum- dramatics. Uh, <laughs> I'm getting out of my bed and my butt few- is hanging out of my ground. Hopefully there's people watching because is this the Truman Show? What's happening? <laughs> Um, I mean, it would be convenient if there were those cameras at an, at the nurses' station so that they could keep an eye. But they're not really like they don't really care what the patient looks like when they're sitting out at the. They just need to know if their heart rhythm changes, and there are yeah. monitors, and the monitors will go off. So yeah, that's not really a thing. But now, when they did, uh, they did call for the inhalation therapist to come to the nurse's uh-huh. desk. I was like, "Woohoo, that's me!" <laughs> that was well, that was me like forty years ago. It would have been called an inhalation therapist. You know, Graham goes through a bit of a, bit of a midlife crisis in this episode, and I believe Graham shoved me into an early midlife crisis <laughs> uh, by I believe he revealed that they were him and Patty are both forty. Uh-huh. And they, he says, people our age don't have heart attacks. And it turned out that uh, Sharon's dad, Andy, who's the same age as them, had a heart attack. So I'm like, I'm fucking, I'm fucking older than the, the goddamn parents on the show. Yeah. <laughs> no. I, just, I just turned 44. Oh. I'm in my mid-40s. I'm 42 in just a few days. And listeners, if you tell... I'm oh, sorry. Who's listening? Leanne Nutty. Uh, Nutty. <laughs> Don't tell anybody. Jen. On our other podcast, we're 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 hip in our early thirties. <laughs> <laughs> I know my husband was looking at my like my upper chest, like as you do. You know how? <laughs> yeah, he was like, "Look at those lines." I said, "Yeah, that's what the chest of a middle aged woman looks like." <laughs> you know, like how they say. Uh, Women on soap operas, you know, your face can look one way, but you look at the neck and the chest yeah. to see how how old you start getting an actress the really is. <gasps> yes. Nice. Uh, I'm turning completely what's gray. What's funny? So. <laughs> oh, shoot. My, I've been covering my gray for a long time. 
my roots grow out there. Oof. Anyway, yeah. so, oh, the parents don't realize that it's awkward between Angela and Sharon. Yeah. Like, they think that everything's fine. Oh, Sharon's going to come stay with us while her dad's in the hospital. Yeah, no big deal. I mean, mm-hmm. you know, if we're not on a dramatic television show where people have to constantly, you know, like, writers have to figure out, okay, so what's Graham feeling now? And how can Graham act out on this? And how's Angela feeling? And how is she going to be affected by this? And how do they, how can they get affected, act out on this? None of these characters can just suck it up and just be like, you know what? This isn't about me. <laughs> It, you know? Yeah, and I guess I could. Life goes on know. even when somebody I know is in the hospital. I, you know, I don't know how long Angela and Sharon have been feeling awkward around each other, but I don't know mm-hmm. if like even one of my best friends from uh, high school or my early twenties showed up and was just like, "My dad almost died," you know, and I'd be like, "Have a seat, brother. It's okay." You know, I know we haven't talked in a while. Let's catch up. You know, <laughs> you know, I. But I guess maybe that's because I'm an adult and I can just do that. Maybe teenagers can't. Oh, I see what you're saying. You would you would think that a crisis would bring people together yeah. and they could get over any petty things going on between yeah, exactly. them. Well, mm. I don't mm. know. Uh, Angela doesn't have the right to console Sharon because they aren't friends anymore. Graham absentmindedly bought buttermilk. Help, this buttermilk is stuck in my throat. (laughs) (laughs) Danielle. (laughs) Uh, I love uh, Danielle and Angela's exchange. If daddy dies, who'd give me away at my wedding? You're so weird. Why? Because who would marry you? (laughs) (laughs) Shut up, Meg. Uh, Sharon can't get Kyle on the phone. Like, is it that? Is it just that Kyle just happens to be busy at this time, or is Kyle purposefully being distant because he doesn't want to deal with emotional issues? Maybe he doesn't know what to say. No idea. Yeah. Um. So and so Brian. So <laughs> Sharon thinks her and Kyle are broken up, and so she turns to. Brian. If Brian, of course, if any girl, (laughs) if Brian gets any attention from a female, he's he's lost his mind. (laughs) Yep. In this episode, Brian's in love with Sharon. Play along, folks. Next episode, he'll be in love with Rayanne. (laughs) Yep. (laughs) Can you say virgin? (laughs) I like Brian looking around Angela's. Uh, bedroom is like, hey, your bedroom looks different, and there's like an obvious like bra hanging Ew. on the mirror. Do what? There, oh, there's a bra hanging on Angela's mirror. Um, <laughs> Did you not catch that? I guess well, not. No. Uh. Uh-uh. Uh, strange thing that Camille says to Patty: I really need my husband, unlike you. <laughs> Which is like what? That's how you think of me. Okay, my marriage is doing really good. I guess because Patty's more uh, dominant. Yeah. She's more domineering over uh, Graham. Um, Rayanne is jealous of Sharon. She thinks that Sharon and uh, Angela are friends again. She's like, what, are you over there at her dad's cooking for you? (laughs) (laughs) 
And I love that Rianne's awesome. She tells Sharon, like, let's just ditch school. We'll go back to we'll go to the hospital. We'll see your dad. And Angela still cannot get over herself to just go, yeah, that sounds like a great idea. I'll, jo- I'll join in. Rather, she's just like, uh, yeah. class. Uh. Um, and the nurse thinks that uh, Camille caused the heart attack because of uh, sex. <laughs> And because it's bothering Camille that she's not upset about this. Like, she's able to cut up and laugh. And, like, Graham and Patty are so upset about it. And Camille's like, yeah, I'm fine. Yeah. Uh, we have a scene with Jordan. Angela cries and, like, leans on his shoulder. And he hugs her. And then his attitude completely changes when his friends walk by. I was like, what is yeah. he, Zuko? Here's another Grease reference for, <laughs> for the podcast. But, yeah. What the heck? Yeah, and uh, uh, Graham is supposed to meet with some guy. Some uh, Graham is supposed to meet with some um, with a new client, but he forgets the estimates. He leaves them, yeah. and he's he's worried that Camille's husband had this heart attack because he was unhappy at his job. Right. Yeah, Graham's like all like focused on himself, and Patty has like this meltdown at the hospital where she like grabs. Graham is like pretends it's Grey's Anatomy all of a sudden <laughs> brings him to the other. Yeah, you know that's something. I I feel like that's only a TV thing <laughs> yeah, or a movie thing. What was it I was watching the other day? Like American Gods or something yeah. that said uh, there's always a hot a motel right next to a cemetery. <laughs> like is is that? I don't think that's a real thing that people want to be comforted sexually when they are upset and mourning. Hmm. I, but I don't know. Maybe I'm the weirdo. I, mean, I my life is like Xander Xander Harris. I, I look at linoleum <laughs> and I think of sex, even at my advanced age. So <laughs> I don't know how the normal people think. <laughs> Uh, yeah, yeah. Graham just flips uh, out. He storms out, and I love when Graham storms out. Daniel, like Patty, comes down. It's like she's like Graham, and Daniel just like shoots Patty like this icy cold glare. Like, what did you do to our father? <laughs> um, who's knocking on the door? Oh, was that you? Okay, sorry. It's okay. Yeah, and then there was uh, oh, then there's all this. Uh, there's no food in the house. Okay, you have Patty's so upset that she's not buying food, and nobody has any money. So Brian offers to order pizza. <laughs> That's when Graham's and and yeah, Graham has to leave. Oh, he Graham lays down because he's so upset and he doesn't want to be disturbed, and yeah, yeah. then he leaves, and Danielle's mad at Patty, and then. Uh, what was it then? Oh, then Kyle calls and talks to Sharon, and then Sharon doesn't want to have anything to do with Brian. And then Brian's like, I'm not hungry. I'm leaving. Yeah. And then Angela gets mad at Sharon for using Brian, and yeah, they have this whole, like, why couldn't you just be nice to me? And Angela's like, everybody's being nice to you. <laughs> I don't need to, <laughs> I guess. I don't know. <laughs> but, uh, uh, yeah, there's, there's, 
Oh yeah, I love when Ricky Ricky settles the beef between Rayanne and Angela. It's just like you're jealous. You're you flip because Rayanne took Sharon to the hospital. You're both still friends, all right? And they had this cute like running after Ricky moment, which I th- thought was a great scene. Mm-hmm. And then, so Angela finds out. Sharon tells Angela that Brian likes her, mm-hmm. and then Angela looks at Brian differently. Yep. And it might have something to do with Sharon kind of liked Brian. Because let me tell you, females are very jealous Mm -hmm. if they see somebody. Mm -hmm. Like, it's why a married man is attractive Mm. to a a woman. Because (laughs) they're like, oh, if somebody else wants him, he must be, there must be something there. Yep. Yeah, so. Ladies are weird. And when you're single mm-hmm. and just a good guy and a good talker. And yeah, they don't nope. want you. We don't want the good nope. guy who's available. We want somebody that everybody else wants. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, uh, I, thought I was the last person Brian, you wanted to deal with. You're the only one I wanted to deal with. Oh, uh, there's a the makeup between Sharon and Angela. Yeah, there's a whole squeeze my hand until it, as hard as it. It, as hard as you can until it hurts or something. Uh-huh. And Graham gives Patty a big kiss because he's not seeing her at work because she fired him. Yep. Uh... And Angela can smile at Jordan in the hall and she can smile at Sharon in the hall. Yes. Because they're like acquaintance friends again. I uh, I wrote down, this show sure has the walk by the camera in the school hallway thing down because they seem to come back to it a lot. <laughs> Just the music and the walking by and the the person flashes a smiles at a camera and it's from the point of view of somebody else. Can we please get to the next episode because I'm just so done with that one. Okay. Halloween! Uh, let's see. Oh, let me read. All right. Let, okay. Wait, wait, hold on. Hold on. Hold on. I just want to say uh-huh. straight off the bat, I opened up this on the ABC page and read the description. Angela finds herself in 1963 during a mystical Halloween experience. I was like, what? <laughs> <laughs> like big capital letters. Like what? All right. Yeah. I feel like the show could doesn't have the budget to do special effects. So we got a pretty, I don't know, simplistic Simplistic, uh, you know, well, spiritual. Yeah, uh, they can't really dip into the supernatural too much and keep it like a realistic teen family drama. So yeah, we got all right. So Angela falling asleep. I guess I have no idea. <laughs> Here's Nettie's feedback, and for this episode, yeah. uh, the German title. <laughs> The German episode title is The Ghost You Called For. <laughs> I am the ghost okay, you called w- for. One source says Nikki Driscoll was named after Diane Driscoll, an assistant to the co-executive producers. Another source says Nikki Driscoll is named for Bobby Driscoll, who famously voiced the title character in Disney's Peter Pan, mm. The Boy Who Wouldn't Grow yes. Up. Um, a reference to the early death of the author's older brother. An assistant to the co-executive producers was Jennifer Catalano, who's Jordan, who Jordan Catalano is named after. Mm-hmm. Although this episode takes place in October for Halloween, the June edition of Rolling Stone featuring Kurt Cobain is featured twice in this episode. He died earlier that April. I know. Wow. Yeah. The, um, they say, like, when somebody dies young, they stay that way forever, like a vampire. And then you see, like, on the desk, it's Kurt Cobain's face. It's like, wow, that was, that was good. Hmm. 
At the end of the episode, the teacher asks the students to turn to page 27. This episode deals with the death of, with death and loss. Kurt Cobain died at the age of 27. Months earlier, also a member of the 27 Club celebrities who died at the age of 27. 27. Yep. Hey, I actually... Like a... I actually have a bit of trivia. I have almost like a like a you must remember this kind of story here, and it's referenced to in Nutty's feedback. I'm going to expand on this because I found this really interesting and depressing when I read it. So um, let me just read you what I have here for notes about Bobby Driscoll. Okay, I'd okay. never known about this. This kid was like a, a Disney star. He voiced Peter Pan. He was the star of Treasure Island, Song of the South, Melody Time. He was like big time. Um, he he actually won an Oscar for Outstanding Juvenile Actor, <laughs> which uh, and, and even got his star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame. Like before he even exited his teens, like that's crazy. Mm-hmm. And then at 16 years old, he started developing this heavy acne, and um, was dropped by Disney. Like and it, and it was not even it, it was like a mix of two things. Like they said they said it could have been he got dropped by Disney. Like like dropped from his contract. He had a contract for many movies after that. Um, uh, and because either a, it was the heavy acne that they'd have to apply like lots of makeup to him to cover up. Um, mm-hmm. or, um, there was this, uh, uh, talk with, uh, Walt Disney and one of his last roles, Bobby's rules was Peter Pan, like the voice of Peter Pan in, in his teens. And, you know, that, that, that movie is a Disney classic and like to find out that the voice of the character was dropped like a year later. And he said it was, they said it was either the heavy acne or, um, Walt Disney said something about like, uh, this kid, you know, was like cute and stuff, but now he's, he, he's older. He looks more like a, like a bully, like somebody who can't, who can't be trusted, you know? So he needs to be in more parts like that, you know? But anyway, he gets dropped by Disney, right? Uh, he he's uh-huh. immediately out of the system. He was at like a Hollywood school all, all his life, and now he's in public school. He's ridiculed, and some sometime during his teen years, he starts hitting uh, heroin. At nineteen, he gets married. He has three kids, and then is divorced again at twenty-two. <laughs> Um, he tries acting again uh, as Robert Driscoll, and. Um, at 24, he's in prison for a year on drug charges. At 28, he's in New York City hanging with Andy Warhol. At 30, he's completely broke. And then he's found dead from heart failure at 31 in a tenement. No one identified him. Like, he was all alone. Peter Pan. Peter Pan. All alone. Hmm. He got buried in a pauper's grave, which is, you know, a place where people, they don't know who it is they bury. You know, mm-hmm. 19 months later, uh, his mother comes looking for him to seek him out because apparently his father was dying. They wanted to reunite them one more time before he died. So they dig him up and they match him by his fingerprints. Um, mm. And they actually left the body in the pauper's grave. Um, I guess it must be marked now. And put his name on his father's tombstone over on the other coast in, in California. Um, and she just like kept it to herself. And then like three years later, like, you know, early seventies, um, song of the South is re-released and the public actually finds out about Bobby Driscoll's death because reporters started wondering like, whatever happened to this kid, you know, um, the mother never made any sort of official announcement. She just, 
moved on. So yeah, poor Bobby Driscoll. I gotta say. So yeah, I kind of. Oh, that, yeah, and the, what's so sad is, well, number one, Walt Disney is a dick, <laughs> and number two, what's sad is there's acne medicine. That, you know, there's treatment for that. You know, it's just so sad. Like you can't. <sighs> you know. Uh, so. I don't know. It's weird. Very Poor sad. Kid. Thirty-one years old. Yeah. Died from heart failure. Heart failure, not a big deal, right, Steph? <laughs> well, heart failure caused by what? A drug overdose, sure, or yeah. you know? <laughs> uh, okay, so here's the rest of Nutty's oh, feedback. Yeah. It is it is it is said that Nikki Driscoll died on the Halloween before the Kennedy assassination, which would be October thirty first, nineteen sixty three. Indeed, Angela finds a ticket stub from the dance that. With that year on it However the yearbook she checks to find Nikki Driscoll's picture is the yearbook From the year 1963 Which would have been for the year before For the class of 1963 Who would have graduated in May, June of that year Instead she finds Nikki Driscoll's picture With the phrase in memoriam Which would normally appear In the class of 1964's yearbook Since that would come At the end of that school year Also the gym, also the ghost Dance in the gym announces that the the dance is for the class of sixty three. Another reference to the class that would have already graduated. Yeah, but I mean, I can understand why they did it to uh, clear up. It would it just works better this way. But I think a, these a, days, a year that sticks out, you know, because of Kennedy's death. So they probably wanted to use. I, and I think that back in back in the day, they did stuff like that so it wouldn't be so complicated. Yeah. But I think. These days, in the in the in the day of Twitter, uh, you know, <laughs> watching things so closely, it would be different. Yeah. Because Ricky borrowed Brian, Brian's clothes. Because Ricky borrowed Brian's clothes, some fans on Tumblr say that they are an item, but that's stretching. That's a stretch at this point. <laughs> I just feel like it's a, it's um, just showing how Brian is letting his guard down with Ricky. He's opening himself up to be. Better friends with Ricky yeah. instead of looking at him side eyed, you know, yeah. all the time. And yeah, Ruthie, it's just fun for him to be like it's just fun to watch Brian be awkward around people. So it gives more mm-hmm. kind of comedy beats to that, you know. Yeah, Ruthie, the friend in the flashback, is played by Lindsay Sloan, who was Valerie Burkhead, a regular on Sabrina the Teenage Witch. Okay. And for a bit, I was sure the actress who played Abby on Dawson's was her, but it wasn't her. Mercedes oh, McNabb Abby. plays Connie, but is uncredited. What? Mercedes McNabb. I, yeah, I heard you, but I'm just like, I, I can't believe I didn't recognize her. I didn't spot her in my watch, did you? No, no I did not. No. Uh, girls costumes, uh, Halloween costumes, Angela Girl from 1963, Rayanne Vampiris, Ricky, Brian, Brian himself. <laughs> Patty Rapunzel. Patty, nobody wants to wear your flapper dress. Nope. She Patty Graham was a pirate. Want to wear a flapper dress? Danielle. Yes. Angela, yes. that was great. <laughs> this is Sharon, a cat slash rat. Yes. English teacher Obi Wan Kenobi. <laughs> yeah. Okay, here's Nutty's feedback. I still feel. The Jordan Catalano feels in Why Jordan Can't Read. It's pretty amazing. I've already said he's a creep, but I still totally get it. He's 
He's got a great lean. <laughs> Strangers in the House hit me really hard. When I watched this as a teen, I hated the parental storylines. Now I really dig them. But now I'm almost 40. This was harder. My brother died from a heart attack at my age. Oh. What? I'm going to Nutty, I'm so sorry. I see you, Nutty. <laughs> Thanks wow. For uh, I didn't oh. register that and. Until Graham asked why someone at 40 has a heart attack Then boom, Patty firing Graham Everything, this was great A great episode for them Being miserable with life Is likely the most detrimental thing to Graham's health I'm really proud for Patty For seeing what he needed She She's often too distracted Yeah, I think it really showed um, uh, a, a, That was really good That Patty was doing what Graham needed She needed to let him Go from the company and just I'm, she can handle I'm it. I'm very glad that huh. Nutty is uh, enjoying these parental storylines and is getting something out of them. <laughs> Maybe the next time I watch this, I'll be like, "Oh yeah, now I'm into Grandma Patty." <laughs> well, I think a lot of time, these stories have been done. I mean, I'm sure back in the day it was fresh and new, but over the years, you know, like I said, we've you know, the pregnancy we've seen it all before okay nettie says i'm amazed at how much halloween reminds me of the first buffy halloween where they became their costumes but this came first i like this episode it shows that that stage where people fight to either continue with halloween play or abandon (laughs) it also graham and patty may have found their new kink i dig it all in all three solid episodes one big one in the middle for me cool um, I just don't like I don't like medical storylines because I don't I don't like Grey's Anatomy I don't like medical shows yeah you know. yeah I don't know yeah it was just uh, it, my so called life's version of the body was <laughs> that that episode um, but this episode yes uh, it, it is a reminder of Halloween but also I only have eyes for you. Yes. Yeah. I was waiting for Angela and Jordan to be possessed because they showed like Jordan leaning and then flash of Nikki Driscoll standing there. I'm like, oh my God, they're going to be possessed by the ghosts. It's going to be amazing. Nope. It's just <laughs> no, a bunch of weird stuff not happens. That complicated. And yeah. Graham and Patty are just constantly trying to bang it out and it's really freaking uncomfortable. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Angela and Brian are the like the only two at school who aren't wearing costumes, and Brian's like, "I'm so glad," you know, da 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 da. And and Angel's like, "Yeah," well, and then she goes and changes into the a costume. Line is, people are walking around dressed like idiots, and Angela goes, "I wouldn't talk <laughs> because Ryan is always dressed like an idiot." And then the teacher dressed as Obi Wan. She's like, "Does anybody know Jordan Catalano? Anybody?" <laughs> And then Angela, does anybody know Jordan Catalan? Does anybody actually know Jordan Catalan? (laughs) I was like, yes, this is so this show. Uh, And uh, yeah, kind of, uh, uh, I I don't know, uh, maybe creepily sexy, like weird sexy scene where Brian peeks, gets a peek in the girl's bathroom and sees Rance shaving her legs. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. And so now, boom, he's like, he's like, uh, attached to her. He's like, um, she's, what am I trying to say? She's like, uh, (laughs) yeah, 
she's like imprinted on him. <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> exactly. He can't get those legs out of his mind. Um and yeah, there's this weird thing where like we find out Angela's got this costume, but then the costume came from the sixties and the six and, and and there's like a and there's a ticket to a, a dance, and then Ricky's walking around singing Blue Moon, and I'm like, oh my god, this is gonna be like, this is gonna be like, I only have eyes for you, or like, I was thinking of like, the X Files episode Triangle, where they go into the Bermuda Triangle on a ship, and it goes back into time, and they're play acting. Yeah, where like anything could happen. Yeah, yeah. I was like, oh man, we're gonna see like Ricky on a stage in like '60s garb singing Blue Moon, you know, and. You know, Jordan and uh, Angela no. dancing. I could write this freaking episode. I'd rip off everything else. You should. <laughs> I could make this better. You just say that you were inspired yes, by. I will call myself Noah Hawley and I will <laughs> take lots of inspiration from things and get lots of awards. Anyway. Uh, and then there's this thing. Okay, so Patty uh, and Graham go costume about? shopping. And the only costumes left are Rapunzel and a pirate, and I I don't know why. I like the shopkeeper. It's funny. Yeah. And then there was – it's some thematic thing about Rapunzel, about she needs to be – Rescued. Rescued. And then she's hired this guy, Boyd, and she needs to fire him, and she kind of wants Graham to do it for her. And he kind of wants her to ask him to, but he doesn't want to do it. Yeah. And then Boyd put and then Graham puts on those purple pants and look out or it's like purple tights. <sighs> Patty is uh, fixated on pirate Graham. Graham makes pumpkin soup. They go to the school. They wait for Tino. The unseen Tino. <laughs> um. Uh, they sneak into the school and they get trapped in the school. Yeah. Oh, Sharon goes trick-or-treating with Danielle. Isn't this great? Because Danielle's dressed up like... Yeah, I thought that was pretty cute. I think, you know, Sharon's like, hey, I've got a boyfriend. I have to be an adult. I have to be, like, adultish. Nah, I don't want to do that. I want to go be a kid. You know what I kind of got out of this? There's that. There's, like, you know what? I'm going to be a kid and trick-or-treat with, with Danielle. But there's also the sad fact that Sharon and Angela are always forever distant, you know? And here is young Danielle dressed up exactly like Angela. <laughs> she could hang out with her. <laughs> so it's almost yeah, like she's got her best friend back again. Yeah, that's true. Cause, and then Sharon said, uh, Danielle says, oh, yeah, I hate her. I hate my sister. Mm-hmm. And she said, well, you're dressed up like her. Obviously, you want to be right. her. Can we just rewind to the introduction of this costume? Because I was floored when Danielle stepped out. As Angela, it was so freaking hysterical to me. Yeah, and then she starts doing these hand gestures <laughs> that are just like Angela. These dramatic, yeah. you know, angsty. That was hand really gestures. awesome and funny. And then all of a sudden, we go, we pan over to Patty and Graham, and I swear, like Patty at least is fooled for just a second that it's Aunt, it might be Angela standing there. And I was like, you are the worst parent ever. <laughs> <laughs> you don't recognize your own yeah. kid. Because usually it's, you know, because I'm the older child. Mm. Older children are, are independent because parents are focused on the younger kids. Yeah. But here they just neglect Danielle because they're so wrapped up in Angela's yeah. life. I wonder if it kind of bounces back and forth. You know, I guess I'll, I'll find out. 
<sighs> but uh, yeah, the uh, the little one here gets uh, a lot more attention because uh, well, she screams louder. So yeah, <laughs> and somehow Ricky doesn't end up in the school. He's outside and he's under the bleachers with Jordan. Okay, it's not time. Jordan's under the bleachers because it's like he's hiding from his friends. <laughs> yeah. He's in. He's like, we come here every year. Yeah. He's annoyed by uh, them, keep it, and but he yeah. d- he can't stay home and just say screw it because he's got FOMO. <laughs> he's he's worried that he's going to miss out on something. Yeah, and uh, uh, my next note is Graham and Patty bat- banging out. So whatever, we can skip past. Oh that. yeah, because she's she's trying to pass out the candy to the kids, and in between mm-hmm. they're making out. Oh, and Graham literally rips Patty's bodice. Because, of course, this is like a romance novel thing. Bodice ripping, right? Yeah. (laughs) Right. That's romantic. Uh, Angela seeing ghosts at school. Rayanne doesn't want Brian to leave her alone. She said, you know, my dad, they used to lock me in the basement. (laughs) He was like, really? She was like, no, I'm just afraid of the dark, okay? (laughs) And she's like, I saw you watching me. He's like, I'm a photographer. I'm trained to notice things. Oh, gee, Willikers, Brian, will you please just... <laughs> uh, and then he, call, he calls his parents to tell him that, that, that he's staying at every... And she's like coaching him yeah. into, in how to lie to his parents because he has no clue. Yeah, so it's weird. It's like... You know, we hear the, the legend of Nikki, like he climbed up some sort of thing to paint the gym and then fell on a girl's spiked heel or some crazy thing. And there's a power outage and there's a power outage at the school here. Um, but, you know, and I'm like, I'm waiting for, like I said, all the things that are in all the other TV shows that I want this episode to be. But it's just simply like Angela, like quickly talks to Nikki in the hallway and they're and Nikki is... They're they're hanging some sort of principal dummy from from the rafters, and uh, you know she's like screaming at him to not go, and then like it just goes to the next morning. I'm like, oh, that was it, okay. Yeah, she's like asleep at the floor in the <laughs> How hall. Did she and fall asleep like that. I don't know. And Brian <laughs> and Rayanne are asleep, leaning up against each yeah. other, and then they look at each other like, we can't talk about this ever. <laughs> you know, don't tell anybody. <laughs> and then, for some reason, Patty lies to Camille and said that they were they were going as the Clintons. <laughs> yes, because uh, that was the costume that uh, was taken when they the last one that was taken. Like the shopkeeper said, if they came earlier, they would have gotten the Clintons. But yeah, and I mean, like, why did she have to lie? I don't know. She maybe she's saying that. I mean, I would figure that Patty would tell Camille like. Oh man, I got the best D last night. <laughs> he had these amazing yeah. tights on, and she'd be like, "Oh, girl, you go." But uh, yeah, why did she feel the need to lie to Camille, her best yeah, friend? I don't know. Don't care. <laughs> George will never tell. Yeah, George is the man. Who's George? <laughs> the janitor that lets them out. Oh, okay. Ran not acting like anything between. Oh yeah, then she acts like nothing happened between her and. Yeah, she tells Brian. Ricky that it was a waste of time. It hurts Brian's feelings. Yeah. 
Brian's like, next. Uh, the costume lady. <laughs> yeah, let's see who he's crushing on next, next. week. Uh, costume lady expected the bodice to be ripped. Happens every time. Patty steals the handkerchief. For some reason she... Mm-hmm. Oh, and Angela tells Jordan, you know, you've got to come to class. You're, the teacher is going to get you expelled. Well, why does it matter? It's not like this is helping me anyway. And she was like, do you not care? And it was like she was saying, do you not care about me? And he acts, you know, all nonchalant about it, but he does come to class. So it's like he wants to impress her. He cares. He cares. Jordan does care what Angela thinks about him. I guess. But I also saw, like, you know, Angela just heard, like, 13 reasons why somebody else didn't come to class and ended up falling from the rafters. So she's reaching out to the to the troubled kid, you know, that she does have feelings for, but also to, like, keep him from, you know, because... Turning into uh, something bad happening to him. Yeah, exactly. Because, you know, like him as friends Going down were, the like, wrong path. Doing all sorts of pranks the previous night. You know, maybe he could have ended up, you know, hurting himself terribly. Mm-hmm. Anyway, didn't get what I wanted from that episode, but man, Daniela's Angela was worth it. <laughs> Just made it <laughs> worth it. And looking up information on Bobby Driscoll and, like, feeling terrible <laughs> for a while, but. Anyway, anything else? Okay, I think that's it. So next week, other people's mothers, life of Brian, and self-esteem. Um. Wow. Um. Other people's does Brian get a crush on Patty or Camille next week, <laughs> uh, or both? Um, life of Brian. It's going to be interesting. I guess maybe we'll find out about his home life. And what was the last one? Uh, self-esteem. Self-esteem. Sounds like another Brian episode. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see. What episodes are those? We're cruising through this. Uh, 10, 11, and 12. Wow. And we'll, we'll be done at 19. Damn. Yeah. We won't want it to end. Well... I'm kind of excited for our next project. So. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. Uh, bye, everybody. Or do you have some sort of wacky quote you want to close out with? Help! Buttermilk stuck in my throat! <laughs> uh, and I'll tell everybody to go now, go. <laughs>